Hi, everyone. I'm Arms Like This edition and this season of Ask an Expert is brought to you by my friends over at Home Hardware Essex. Check them out in the heart of Essex and watch for the brand new location coming soon close to Highway 3. My guests this evening provide Windsor to Chatham and surrounding areas with pest control services and barriers. They have years of experience in structural and yard pest management. With the Spider Guys, you'll have peace of mind knowing your home and yard are protected. And they're the only pest control company in Windsor and area that provide year-round protection on affordable subscription plans. Cody Howard from the Spider Guys talks with me about common issues homeowners have at this time of year. This time of year, most commonly we're going to find ants. Ants come out a lot earlier than the seasons and then some of the other insects do. Um, but also, of course, you're going to find those constant year-round pests, silverfish, centipedes, and spiders are going to start making appearances as well. Uh, these come as the weather gets warmer. There's more availability of uh, prey inside the home for, for the predator insects. And just generally, just because more activity is outdoors, therefore more activity will be indoors as well. Uh, so some things that people don't really realize is that the biggest key factor to insects in the home is humidity. So, you know, we tell clients all the time, you know, even though we'll do indoor treatments, that the best thing you can do to keep insect activity down in the home is to keep the relative humidity down to about 40%, 35% if you can hack it where it's still comfortable. This is especially important in homes that have um, unfinished basements. Yeah, I was gonna say too, I, I, I always joke around with people, like it seems like I have this working studio and it very much is, but like our basement is unfinished. And I noticed too, um, especially at this time of year, we tend to get a lot of different visitors in the basement too. And uh, I think some areas are a little bit more renowned for different types of insects that do come into their home. Uh, is there anything that we should be doing to looking at the outside of our home too, in terms of, you know, what we could be doing to reduce sort of entryway into the home, you know, checking our sealants, things like that? Definitely. The, the biggest culprits that we see out in the field are incomplete weather seals. Oftentimes, just over, over the years, the door sweep at the bottom of your exterior doors will degrade over time. And that can be a big problem for insect entry. But another primary culprit we see a lot, and, and really that people don't think to look at, are the airway vents in their windows. We see this a lot with new vinyl windows after a few years of age. They have little flaps on them, and those flaps will actually break off. And when they break off, it's easy access for smaller insects to make their way into the home. So definitely when you're trying to see around the outside of the home and what you can do to prevent entry, you want to look for those things, little cracks around the window, little, you know, caps missing on the airway vents, door sweeps incomplete, door seals in general incomplete. Uh, and all those things go a long way to, to keeping insects out of the home. You know, when you have kids, <laughs> and I've got two of them, it's hard to keep track of the messes that they actually do in the home cody and god bless my son he's five my daughter's going to be one in a couple of weeks it's like they're just running all over the place they're having a good time they like to eat sometimes and they like to have you know little snacks near the tv i've noticed especially last year that because we try to stay as clean as we can little crumbs will fall and that is a huge culprit and i know that this is up on your facebook page now to, you know, my kids love the song, the ants go marching one by one, but you know, that is not something that you want to see this train of ants in your home, especially when you're trying to deal with kid crumbs all over the place. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. You know, it's a, and that's a tricky thing. You know, it's, it's actually very difficult to deal with, with ants inside the home when you have children, because you know, you know, just as well as anyone, 
you know, one little spill of apple juice, one crumb or one piece of cereal falls on the floor, you turn around, right when you look back, it's now surrounded in odorous house ants, you know, those little tiny ones you see. Sure. Um, and also this time of year uh, is, is really prominent for carpenter ants. And even though they're not the swarming type where they're going to get all over that food when you drop it, uh, they're the more unsightly of the ants because they're so big and they walk around all over the place. Um, you know, so prevention, I don't know what to say, you know, uh, it, it's, it's not really something that you're, you're going to be able to prevent. Uh, uh, you know, always, we, we obviously provide a service to deal with it. Um, but the best thing you can do is try to keep the kids clean, but most importantly, <laughs> you know, stopping them at the door is where, uh, you're going to get the most benefit. That's right. Get the kids to eat the snacks at the table. That's what I say is dad. You, yeah, know, you don't have to bring, you don't have to bring the snacks in front of the YouTube, right? So just eat it at the table. Cody is my guest. He's from the spider guys. Great company to deal with. Uh, they're local and they are ready to take care of you. If you're watching this or listening to this after the fact, please check out their website. They've got lots of information on there. Follow them on social media as well. The spider Uh, we've had them come out for the last couple of years at our house to sort of mitigate some of the, uh, pest issues that we have at this time of year, and they've done just phenomenal work too. This is Ask an Expert, trusted local experts that I highly recommend here in the Windsor-Essex area. Happy to have Cody and the team on from the Spider Guys too. This is huge too, and I've noticed sort of an increase. I know we're out in Amherstburg. Uh, we've got a nature area right behind our home, but this always scares us, um, especially with you know my little ones, especially Liam running around the backyard. But wasps and wasps tend to be sort of a, a you know a nuisance. They tend to be especially if you've got kids, if you've got pets as well. Let's talk about that wasp prevention and how to stop them from invading the property, Cody. So wasps are one that is uh, particularly difficult, and we have to tell people all the time that when it comes to the actual mitigation and treatment of wasps, there's a lot of factors at play to deal with it. Um, you know, certainly if the hive is available on the property removal is your best option that's the best way to get rid of them and you can see a reduction to, to zero within 48 hours of the removal of a hive or treatment of a hive if it's possible uh, aside from that we always tell clients the best thing that you can do for keeping them away from your property if the hive is not available is through as best you can mitigation that might mean that you know you're making sure that you don't keep your garbage in the back uh, wasps are very much attracted to the smell of rotten meat uh, fruity things like juices and sugars. Uh, the next thing you can do is put up bait bags. And a common mistake people make when placing bait bags is they want to place them, you know, around where they're sitting because they believe, oh, they'll go there instead of coming over here. Uh, but that's actually a big mistake because you're basically, you're bringing them over to the buffet where you've got your sweet drink and you've got this bag over here and, and they're going to, they're just as likely to come to you. So we always tell our clients, if you're going to use bait bags for mitigation, place them on the far ends of the property. Wasp can be um, tracked. They have very defined paths that they're going to take. So always you just want to place them away in partial sunlight during the day. And that's going to be your best bet at mitigating them when it's not able to be mitigated on the property itself. You know, what's funny about wasps too, is like we, you know, we had that warm spell last week and it was like, what, 70, almost close to 80 here. And Carrie, my wife goes to me, Cody, she's like, hey, get all the patio stuff out, get that stuff out. So I've got a lot of it stuck up in our loft in the garage. So I actually took our umbrella down from the garage and I put it up and Liam and I, my son and I were putting it up on the patio. And then lo and behold, there's like some wasps still in the uh the, the the patio umbrella which i mean these insects can be a little bit resilient i would think and 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 they like to sort of like make their presence known and 
it's it's reassuring that you can i mean it's mitigatable right is what you're saying yes. when it comes to wasps it's, it's not something that you know you have to worry about especially if you're planning and spending a lot of time out in the yard at this time of year yeah i mean i think one thing that i you know we need to remind people of again is that like it's not really possible to you can't spray them away it's not something like mosquitoes or spiders or, or other types of you know insects that tend to harbor in foliage and trees and fences and grass wherever uh, wasps tend to land with what we call is intent. They're going to land on something they're going to eat. They're going to land on something they're going to drink. And, and that would that's what makes them difficult to treat is because you can't just treat surfaces and hope that they'll land on it. And you certainly can't treat your food because you're, you're trying to eat it. So, you know, it's just taking those steps, you know, putting up bait bags in the proper locations, destroying the hives on the property if possible. And some people can get lucky with the uh, those fake hives that you can hang up, but it's best to hang them up as early as possible in the year. Uh, if you're just joining us, listening to the podcast after the fact, this is Ask an Expert. This is a brand new podcast we're doing on a frequent basis here in Windsor, Essex, connecting you to businesses and professionals that I highly recommend here in the city of Windsor and Essex County, folks that are local. Uh, they do tons of work for the community and they're accessible to you. So uh, happy to have Cody from the Spider Guys on the show today. The website, thespiderguys.com. Uh, when I had posted that you guys were going to come on the show and talk a little bit about, you know, this season and and getting ready for summer too, I got a couple of Facebook messages. Want to get to one of those too. This one's coming from Sandra and she goes, uh, Arms, my area is not that close to water, but somewhat close to water. But I swear every year we get more and more mosquitoes. I was hoping that your guests could tell us a little bit about, you know, what we can do to prevent mosquitoes. Is there any type of mitigation practices or what should we be doing? Do those candles even work? Please help. Not looking forward to the summer. So that was sent through Facebook from Sandra. So, yeah, mosquitoes can be uh, a drain, pun intended, on uh, summertime activities, especially at that dusk hour when things start to get uh, a little darker and you may want to have a bonfire. It can be a real pain to try to, you know, make sure that you don't get eaten alive outside. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that drain. Uh... You know, one of the culprits we often find, especially in like new development areas, is, uh, you know, they, they tend to have these drain basins in the backyards to help with the, the water buildup. Uh, people don't really realize that these always will hold water. At any point in time, there's always water in these drain basins and they can be breeding grounds for mosquitoes. Uh, that being said, you know, when it comes to mitigation, most of the time when you want true mitigation, you're going to require professional intervention where things such as larvicides and broadcast treatments can be done. Uh, that being said, things that homeowners can do to help themselves out is keep an eye out for standing water. Don't let your grass get too long. You know, if there's areas in your yard that tend to flood up when it rains, it's good to grade them, you know, build them up so that they're not going to puddle water. Mosquito larvae only take a few days to actually go through the meta, you know, metabolic process or whatever growing into mosquitoes. So you don't want standing water for any more than two or three days at a time. You want to get that nip that right in the bud right away uh, so you can prevent breeding grounds. Uh, areas that are, of course, close to slow moving creeks or fields where, you know, there's not a whole lot that you can do for mitigation. The best thing you can do, grow some big trees and, uh, and call our company. I think that's great advice. And Sandra, hopefully you uh, were able to absorb that. Certainly check them out on their website, thespiderguys.com. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram too. Now walk me through the process when somebody calls you who's not familiar with what you guys do. Um, I know on the site that you have different options for people to sort of secure your services throughout the course of the warmer months to make sure that, you know, they can enjoy their backyard, enjoy their yards uh, and, and, and know that that's sort of booked in, which is a big convenience, I would think, for a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. Um, so the process usually starts with, uh, you know, you give us a call, 
you explain to us what you have going on, what kind of services you're looking for. Uh, you know, we're one of the few companies that, uh, you know, and kind of going back to Sandra there, we're one of the few companies that are going to be very open and honest with you on whether or not something like a mosquito treatment is viable for your property. Uh, and part of that is because we don't want you paying for a service and getting, you know, half results where you're going to have 50% mitigation when you were hoping for 90% mitigation and it just doesn't feel worth it. And there are some cases where unfortunately that's going to be the case. And so that's why we'll inspect your property. We're going to ask you questions about how much actual like foliage or bush coverage or how large your plot of land is. And then we can determine whether or not mosquito mitigation is good for you. Uh, that being said, when it comes to crawling insects, uh, same thing. We quote the property over the phone and we can actually guarantee that process for every single client that calls us. Thanks to my guests and thank you for watching and listening to this video podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on Arts Moonlight, Ask the Expert, make sure to check out my website today.